You're tuning in to the Edge Podcast. The theme of this week is turning points. Before we get started, ask yourself, what am I doing right now to get the edge? This week, based on a recent personal experience, Riley would like to advise everyone to be safe and look both ways before crossing the street. Now, let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another weekly episode of The Edge Podcast. How are you doing today, Jacob? Good, you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How's your day going so far? Pretty relaxing. Uh, this morning, had some rain, so I basically just spent the morning uh, emails and phone calls, you know, kind of rescheduling a couple things, but uh, yeah, it's been a pretty chill day. Went for a walk this morning. Really like walking in the rain, so. <laughs> That's cool. Um, and then just like around your house, or? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I live in a pretty, like, nice, cute little neighborhood. So I just kind of walk around. Nice. Um, and then obviously we went for lunch there. So cool. Can't yeah. complain. Yeah, that's awesome. That's exciting. How's your day going? It's been pretty good. I um, unfortunately, like, fractured my arm the other day. So I've kind of just been taking it easy the last couple of days. Um, did a couple quotes yesterday. And then today I just kind of set it aside literally just to do some calls reschedule a couple people because of the rain as well um and then we got our zoom call later which is going to be nice and uh just like yeah pretty chill day overall so no complaints but um how's production going for you this week been running pretty smooth or yeah all things considered things are running pretty smoothly i mean general like normal level of problems you know as you can expect for production, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was, it was payroll week this week, so like how, how'd your payroll turn out this this time? Uh, it's it's good. It's uh, like my payrolls have been pretty consistent, like mid-30s, every single payroll. So it's, um, I, I would definitely prefer to be like bringing in more, but uh, it's good that I've like been consistent. Like in past years, I've had like one really big payroll and then like, you know, a small, like followed by a few small ones. So like I've consistently had like decent sized payrolls this year. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's it's super important. I found my first couple of years too. Like I always would, I I felt like I was pretty consistent, but there was definitely like the one or two payrolls that were really big. And you know, when you bring in like one that is significantly bigger than the rest of them, it like feels really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you can like consistently bring in ones that are like bigger than like your payroll target it always like feels really nice but like why don't you think you're getting to like where you want to is it just like the painter situation is it like the weather is it yeah it it seems it seems like uh it's like the painter like my painter situation seems to have issues like every single week um people taking time off people like uh not working like i've you know obviously gone through quite a few different painters this year so um people quitting people you know, just like having to be let go, like that kind of thing. It's just, it seems like every week, like I feel like I haven't been able to lock down like a team at all this year, you know? Yeah, that's very fair. Well, like, and having to train people consistently, definitely like, I wouldn't say it's like a, a terrible thing, but you know, if you have like your solid painters locked in for the summer, they like really get to know what they're doing. You know, you feel like you trust them more. They kind of like get the handle on things quite quickly. Yeah. But when you're like consistently having to change out those people, like you're changing the dynamic of crews and everything. So yeah. That well, and I have like, sense. I have like five painters that are like that, that are like, I can trust them with anything I, I put them on. Like, I don't have to worry about them. They know how to do everything and they do everything well. So like, it's good to have those guys, but like the rest are just like, it's just constantly, it seems like they're like having issues. Like, I don't know. It's just, Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, excuses, whatever. Like, it's uh, not not really an excuse. It's just, like, that's what I think has been happening. That's what I think has been going wrong. So, yeah, no, I, like, I definitely agree. Um, I had a, a crew kind of give me their notice because just a couple things they, like, weren't enjoying about the position, I guess. Um, and so, like, they are leaving next week and in the next payroll, like, 
I can see the significant change in it. Like it goes from like 50 down to like 39 or something. So like, you know, that, that's like a significant impact in like what I'm yeah. bringing in for that payroll. And that's okay. Cause like, I'm going to just take that week and like really spend the time and find two great people to bring in for the next week instead of trying to like rush production and like have it go messy and stuff. Like it's okay to like step back for a week and just like slow it down and then put things in the right place to speed right. it up properly. I think that's a, that's something that a lot of people miss is that they're trying to like go a hundred percent all the time and like put things in positions that don't necessarily aid in moving their business forward. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to take that time, find the people that I actually want instead of just throwing people into this position um, and just kind of like take the 10 K hit on the next payroll and then kind of like speed it back up for the next four payrolls. Cause um, I think like another really important thing to note is like, we're really only like halfway through the summer of production. Yeah. Like there's not so, even, well, yeah. Cause there's actually more payrolls going forward than there is that we've already produced, which is always like crazy to think about like mid June, you, like you kind of start seeing the summer, like progressing and like you, you kind of look at it as it almost being over, but like we still have full of July, full of August month. Well, we've, we've basically produced like what three and a half payrolls kind of thing. And I say like half, cause that first payroll in May is always like, you're still setting up like a couple crews kind of thing. Unless you, unless you were able to, unless people were like out of school um, in early in April, but like most, I know for me, like I didn't have like my full production force going until like May 15th or so. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that first payroll in May, usually you also start like less crews. You're not going to like go like full, like, well, that's what I'm saying is like, you don't have your full production. For, that's why I'm saying like three and a half. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah and we so. have like five ahead of us. So, yeah, and it, it's good to think about because, like, I think something people also, re- like, don't realize is, like, it's it's really not, like, ever too late to change how your summer is going to turn out, you know? Like, we have so, like, so much time to change things. If your first couple weeks of production haven't gone fantastic, like, hopefully you've learned from those. And hopefully, like, you're able to change things going forward. But, um, like, thinking that, like, oh, like, my summer's going shitty, like, that's just how it's going to be, may- maybe it could be changed in a way oh yeah it's definitely i mean we're, we're definitely not past the point of changing like uh that's what the comeback award is for right there's there's tons of guys that you know maybe not even on the leaderboard right now that are going to finish up there you know well yeah exactly and like it, it's honestly like a personal decision of like what you want to do for the summer yeah like right now we're in the middle of the summer like either you can take like if you've had a bad experience so far obviously um, that bad experience and like just let it kind of run through the rest of the summer or you can try and like change your mindset in into more positive positive um, areas and like use it to move forward right like it's uh it's important to understand that like you have full control over like the people you have on your teams and like if you hire more people if you want to increase your production capacity and you have the work to do it all you really need to do is go look for new painters yeah add an extra crew if you can and if you're comfortable and if you're organized um, and like suddenly now you can produce an extra like 40 yeah. or so K in the summer. Well, and speaking on like the, uh, the painter side of things, like this is also like, obviously, um, when we get to this, like we have a painter appreciation barbecue tomorrow. Um, part of like closing out the summer strong is, is actually like appreciating your painters and showing your appreciation. So, um, I think like, I, I don't know about you, but like for me, like this time is always like raise time for for a lot of people yeah, um definitely like have you been giving people raises or have you like already done that or are you going to be doing that soon or like i'm just curious yeah so um my painters got a raise i think like a month ago or so yeah um and then uh on the next pad meeting we're going to be giving them raises again yeah just because you know like we're at the point where I'm confident in their work and I know that like I can start charging a little bit more like I I don't just give raises like I give them like in a strategic fashion of like okay we're at the point in the summer where I can actually increase my prices a bit to offset like the change in labor cost so I'm like not charging the exact same average wage per hour I'm increasing it to account for those little differences Um, but that's because we're into the late months of the summer where a lot of the clients that we're doing quotes for are probably more likely to book work with us yeah than yeah they for were the saying most spring yeah it's a lot easier to get a yes or no for sure oh yeah and like when i it's funny because um in may particularly a lot of people when i i was calling them and asking them about the 10 percent off and explaining to it uh, a lot of people would be like yeah like we'll see 
and like I don't I don't know, but like I'm not gonna say no. Like we'll see. Yeah. And even like the first couple like first uh, calls that I've done this last week and a half, like everyone's like, yeah, I think I could do that for sure. Yeah. Because we're just yeah. getting to the point of the summer that they know if they don't have it booked in, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Right. So it's an urgency thing. But um, like, are you kind of kind of be giving your cruise raises as well right now or? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've already given, like, raises to pretty much everybody uh, that I think, like, deserve it. Um, like, I think, like, four four or five people are making a uh, dollar more than they started with, so. Sweet, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's, like, obviously that makes a big, big difference for them because if they work another 300 hours this year, that's an extra 300 bucks, basically, in their pocket, so, um yeah, I, th- I think it's important just to show it because 300 bucks in the grand scheme of things, if you run three hundred and three, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000, like that's uh, like 0.01% or whatever, yeah. less than that, 0.001. <laughs> so it's like, it's pretty negligible. So, um, But it means the world to your painters. Yeah. Like, they're what, like holy, a dollar raise. Have, awesome. have you talked to uh, your accountant yet about uh, bonuses and how you're going to do that? No. No. I don't have an accountant. I've just done it myself with Celeste. So how how are you gonna? How, well, how are you, like? Do you know how you're gonna do that? Like, are you gonna write a check or like to Natasha, for example? Yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. I'm not too sure. It would probably yeah, it would probably be a check most likely because it's traceable. Yeah, I mean you could do an e-transfer as well. That's traceable, but um might be a little bit more difficult to but it's a business explain. expense like i should be able to write it off oh yeah like if I, i'm not too sure how it works like i would assume if you have the amount and then maybe like if you attach your bonus structure to it maybe like i'm, I'm not too sure because then like the accountant can see where that money's coming from yeah um with your business because like you've legally signed on with this person for these bonuses at the start of the year yeah maybe that is is a good one but yeah, I'm not too sure about about the bonus there, but yeah, I, I definitely think like the whole topic of of raising your painters at this point shows that you're serious about like wanting them to stay the rest of the summer. Well, I think it's important. Yeah, like, and not just raises, like, uh, like do like and and then another debate is like if you know somebody's worth $17 an hour, do you give them like a $2 raise if they're at 15 or do you give them like 50 cents every payroll, like to keep them, you know, like, Oh, cool. Um, I think it's important to like show appreciation all the time, like in, in different ways. It doesn't always have to be monetary. Like it could literally just be like, you know, they're working a late night and you know, you buy like a a few weeks back. I, uh, literally like my painters were working until like seven o'clock or something or it was seven and they were still going to be there for another half hour, hour. Um, like they were just grinding to get it done. Um, and I was like on Instagram or something. And I literally like got an ad for like pizza hut, like buy one, get one three. <laughs> I was like, Oh, perfect. Like I just went out and bought that and they were super happy. Like bought them other than one of my painters is like lactose intolerant and gluten free. So, well, yeah, and they didn't just, exactly appreciate that, but yeah, I had a painter, like a crew who had to go and, do an extra like two or three hours of work at another site after they finished their job. And it was like three. So they were going to be there till six. And I just said, yeah, you know, like I, I know I asked you to go do this. Like, I really appreciate it. Like just go pick up like a, like a, I don't know, like an ice cap or like a Slurpee on the way. Just tell me how much it is. And like, I'll transfer you for it. And like, even as simple as like a $5 thing like that, like they were super appreciative of, of it. And I think like it is those small things that actually like make people really enjoy their summer work. Yeah. Like whenever I talk to people at the end of the year, um, typically like about how they felt the summer was, they, it always gets brought up about like, oh yeah, like we really appreciated how you like brought us like this and that. And like, it's never about the money. Like, yeah, it's usually, it's usually like what the actual job was like. I mean, like obviously they need to make money, but like if they don't have a fun summer, they're like, they're probably going to quit, you know, like August 10th. <laughs> You know, like that's the worst when painters quit on like August 10th or whatever. Well, have you ge- you've geared up to like have a full August and like really push to get as much done as possible. And they're like, yeah, like we're going to give our two weeks like August 1st. And you're like, yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, super important. I think one big thing also right now is um, communication. Like I uh, reached out to my painters like this, these past couple of days, just about like how things are going, like if they're happy with their positions and 
one painter, like well, one crew kind of particularly said that they were like a little frustrated and I was like, Oh, like, that's weird. So I called them and they were just like telling me how they were frustrated, how they've had to like go and fix other crews mess ups, which is obviously like a very yeah common thing is like, we don't want to fix other crews mess ups. Like, and she was explaining like, if our crew is doing this, like you would be upset and Natasha would be upset and like, it wouldn't be uh, a fun conversation if like, cause they were cleaning up like paint drips and like, um, like improperly painted things and like doing second coats on stuff that like were missed and like having to finish projects. Cause this other crew was just like so far behind. And, um, obviously like in me and Natasha said, it was like, Hey, like, let's get you some extra hours. Like we, we trust yeah. you. Yeah. Let's get you on these sites, get it done properly. Like that's how we see it. But like, they just saw it as like, we're fixing other crews problems. So I, I guess I, I talked to them on the phone today, um, explained like why they were the ones who have been sent to go do this. And why, like, if it's 4.30, because they start at 9, why I'm sending them to other sites to do, like, an hour of work to yeah. finish up and stuff. Like, how I want you guys to get your full eight hours, because that, that extra hour actually does really add up throughout the summer. And it was it was more just, like, a perspective um, miscommunication of, like, why they were doing it. Not necessarily, like, you guys are my cleanup crew, but, like, hey, like, I trust you, and I want you to do this, and I want you to get the S hours. And obviously this crew can't handle it. So like, I want you guys to go do it because I trust you. And they were like, really like cool with that. They're like, oh, that's awesome. And that open communication is like super important. I said like, just like I said in my interview, if, if you guys have issues and you don't tell me about them, how am I supposed to know to fix them? Yeah. yeah. Right. And I think they really like really appreciated that. And like, maybe if I didn't have that conversation, that whole crew could have quit. Like, I don't know. Cause the, like they seemed like pretty frustrated actually, even though like I didn't even know it was a problem up until like, yeah, I literally asked the question. So, um, I think that's really important right now is like making sure your people are happy at this point in the summer. Yeah. And, and, and you have to have those, I mean, we were kind of talking about it like more in a personal sense, uh, like, it, like yesterday or whatever, but like you have to be able to have those conversations because like nine times out of 10, like, uh, if somebody's bothering you, like whatever like they're doing something that's just like pissing you off or whatever whether it's your boss or whatever whether it's like a coworker or a friend most of the time they don't actually know you know and like you never know what their perspective is like um so it's literally just communicating that is uh and and as as uh like like you being the employer it's like obviously stepping up and 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 just initiating that conversation is always good and and like asking straight up like how's it going and do you have anything you need to talk to me about kind of thing because yeah, a lot of people are like nervous to talk about it you know well and like with with natasha being there um a lot of the communication is going through her right like i have natasha doing the pad meetings um because she's the one who sees them she knows yeah. she knows what they need to improve on what's going well mostly um but i thought like you know what i'm just gonna reach out see how people are doing so like sometimes like in again our position like that's something you need to do but as as any kind of typical business owner like you should be checking and making sure people are happy like having those conversations because a lot of the time you don't know that something's a problem right yeah until because they keep it like pent up and then like builds and builds and builds and then like it all comes out usually in august <laughs> typically yeah <laughs> like so. i swear august i have like the most problems every year just because of with painters yeah because like everybody's frustrated and everybody's fed up like well, they're just burnt out right it's like super hot like that's the other thing it's it's been super hot and like that definitely can over time like wear on a painter and, and make them like like the heat definitely frustrates people and it brings out like uh you know the fatigue and everything and things like that so i know that happened last year like we had a brutally hot july and by august my painters were just fed up and like everybody was just tired and yeah it's exhausting know. five yeah. days a week outside and 30 degrees like next week we're gonna have five days above 34 like a yeah you're gonna have to really work around the sun so yeah. that nothing goes wrong b probably gonna have to start early yeah and then like i like I'm, I'm in between of like starting at six, stopping at 10 and then starting at four, working till eight to work outside of the hottest part of the day. Um, or working like six hour days and having them work on Saturday for next week. Like I, I'm, I don't know. Cause it's like, you can't paint in 36 degrees. Like it will bubble. It yeah. will have problems like, and they will probably get heat exhaustion. Like it's just, yeah. you have to care about your painters at the same time. But yeah, like having a whole month of 30 degrees and like working outside every day, like definitely gets to you yeah and you can't yeah. really set that expectation because 
we, we, we talk about hot and sweaty weather in our interviews, like on the checklist and everything. But when you're actually in the hot and sweaty weather, it's like way worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's like F this. I want to go into air conditioning cooled places. Especially, especially for the painters that aren't doing like, aren't going as fast. Cause it's like, man, I'm making like minimum wage to do this shit, you know, it's like, or, or whatever, like just over minimum wage. Like, it's just like, yeah. Well, it's fantastic. I, like, I know, uh, you know how I was telling you about that one crew that that girl was working at like 50% efficiency. Yeah. So the girl that's replaced them, um, this payroll and they're like stoked about it. Cause I kind of talked to them about it today on the call that I had with them. Cause it was that crew. Um, they've been like below efficiency because of her and like their efficiency on this payroll is like one thirty. That's awesome. Just like just changing like that one person, like completely like blew their efficiency out of the water. Like I think they worked like 60 hours and they're getting paid for like six, like 76 or 77 or something. Yeah. Like it's crazy. So that's also like a very important thing is like, do you like your crew members? Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause you get stuck with them and like, yeah, maybe you're finishing jobs, but maybe you don't like them. Yeah. Right. So I thought that was really important. And um, like the whole idea of like hot weather, but like more importantly, like the idea of like burnout, like are you feeling a little bit of burnout at this point? Uh, I wouldn't call it burnout. I'm just like tired of, I, I guess I'm like at that point where I'm just sick of like people like kind of being like, like it, I, I feel like, I mean, obviously running things at a bigger scale like this happens, but I feel like I've dealt with like a lot of like less reasonable people, you know, this year than I have in past years, like just in general. And it's like not a big deal, but it's just like over and over and over. And it's just like, you know, it's do you like, think that, like, geez, the people are so less reasonable because they're at home all the time? Do you think like their environment is changing the way that they interact with other people? Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I guess like, I think people get more like have more concerns when they're home all day and they're watching the painting going on. You know what I mean? Like, whereas if you leave like to go to work in the morning and you come back, like there's less to complain about, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot more helicopter hel- helicoptering going on, you know? Yeah. I've, I've had Natasha tell me that like multiple clients have like come out 10, 15 times during a day to check on yeah. the painters. And like, most of it's just to like say like, Hey, like you guys need any you water, need yeah. like anything like that. But like same thing, like obviously they're still, they're checking out the work and like making sure that like everything's perfect. And then yeah. like, if they have any small complaints, like instead of talking to them once or twice through a project, like maybe they call you like six or seven times. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I don't know. I mean like <clears throat> that's part of the job and whatever, but I'm definitely like, <laughs> I'm like, geez, like, I, like it's, it's definitely like starting to kind of wear on me. Cause I'm just like so tired, like already I'm kind of sick of people, you know? Um, cause I, I always reach a point. I mean, I'm not like overly, extroverted so i already like it definitely takes a lot of energy to talk to people all day but uh like this happens to me every year where like it gets to this point where i'm just like fed up with talking to people and people not being reasonable with me and like you know it's just like yeah yeah i definitely have come across like the reason i asked is because like i have a lot of people who have actually been a little bit tougher this year as well like just yeah overall and I, I wasn't sure if it was because of the community change and like the change of, of people because my old community had a lot of like family people that were like yeah late 30s like early 40s very reasonable people had so much shit going on in their personal lives that they didn't even have time to think about the painting project that they hired us yeah gave us the money we finished they walked around quickly gave us the money and like, yeah that was yeah. it P- problem solved this year um my community is much older demographic like very much like the 40s to 60s a lot of the people i've worked for which is great because that's our target market obviously but um yeah a lot more like nitpicky things a lot of people who think that they know what they've they are doing better than us because they've been around for so long yeah kind of thing and like i've got my house painted four times and like oh yeah yeah. like they just think they they just like think they know the whole process but like things have changed a lot in the last 25 years like the amount of people in this community that have told me that I need to use oil paint on their house. And I'm like, well, they don't really use oil paint anymore. Well, it's discontinued. Is, yeah. Well, and this is why. And like this product is actually like, I know back in the day, um, latex wasn't like a very popular product. It wasn't, didn't withstand quite as well as oil. Um, but like things have changed roughly 
explain kind of like the process, the difference, all that stuff. But I just feel like a lot of people have definitely been like less reasonable. And like if something uh, I mentioned it before, but like something very minuscule goes wrong, like instantly, like they didn't have like the perfect experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. If they have to come out and tell us to do a touch up, like we're going to get a four somewhere. Well, I, I feel like and, and I feel like I've we've been doing a lot more touch up specifically because of that, like because again, people are home. So they're coming out like two or three, four, five times a day. And, uh, and, and, you know, as soon as a client spots like one thing, they start spotting like several things, you know, um, it's, I feel like it's been a lot of that where like throughout the job, they, they're like doing touch-ups. Uh, my painters came back to a job. They, they had like roughly four hours left on a job. It was like this big full exterior and they just came in and, uh, we had done three, three and a half sides of the house basically. And on one of the sides that we like finished like the first day, uh, there was like a whole bunch of like random caulking and filling or something that apparently the client did that they thought was necessary. It wasn't really, it was like, uh, you know, on wood siding where like some clients think like you need to fill in. Like, Let me tell you about caulking and a wood siding project. I had a client and it was funny cause Jordan did this quote with me and the guy was like, pretty reasonable that's funny yeah yeah <laughs> showing me like literally just all these random like and they just went and did that after you finished didn't it. even acknowledge they didn't even like tell us about it either they just went and threw it up and were like you're gonna have to repaint that no they didn't tell it like literally like like brody like just stopped by the job site and he saw it like they didn't tell us they didn't do anything that's funny <laughs> and brody brody sent me a picture of it, it was like a little Jeez. gift from Eamon, i guess nice nice that's <laughs> like yeah you're welcome nice. <laughs> that's good um but this client um like he he made it pretty clear that he wanted like a good level of caulking done he had a lot of splits in his house whatever um and my painters like before he even came out to to bitch about it we had used like three tubes of caulking on his house that's quite a bit for like a, yeah it was a one and a half story house there wasn't it's quite a bit of caulking yeah and by the end of the project, um, I believe we had used 13 tubes of caulking and he made us recaulk everything like four or five times because he didn't believe it was sealed enough. And it was like us putting another coat on this bill is not going to change well, anything. Well, the, the other thing is drives me crazy with that is it's actually worse for your siding. Yeah. Because it needs to be able to expand and contract. Like, And I mean, this this just, is pretty like, like it's acrylic, right? So it's very expandable, yeah. but like, yeah. But still, definitely. like it's it's bad to, it's it's just bad to seal it completely like that. Like it's just, uh, it's, it, it drives me nuts that client, because I, I, I've encountered that, that like in, in the three years, I've probably encountered that like eight or nine times where people are under the impression. And, uh, and, and it's, it's one of those things in the walk around, it's easy to get misconstrued because they're like, Oh, are you going to like caulk things like this? And they'll point to like something that's like actually reasonable. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like anything that needs to be caulked, like, you know, but then they take that as like, we're going to caulk the whole fucking thing. And it's like, no, that's not in fact what we quoted for. So that's just, it's so annoying when, when people do that, but, uh, it's stuff like that. It's just like, or even, even price haggling, like I'm a little sick of that. I've had quite a few people like, I don't know what it is like recently kind of price hag, like heckling me on the price at the end of the job. Uh, like in the, in the quote, like generally when I give the quote kind of thing, uh, this guy wanted to add his front doors two front doors and, uh, he wanted to do it cherry red. So bright color. Yeah. I told him we're going to have to use color coat. It's more expensive products, you know, whatever. I charged him a uh, hundred. I, I told him $140. That's really reasonable. Really reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was on top of a big project already. So I was kind of like, whatever. And, uh, and he's like, can you do, he goes, can you round it to a hundred? That's what he goes. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Round it is to, a pretty round. So you number. want, you want me to take 30% off. That's what that is. Like, <laughs> You know, and then, um, who's the other, oh yeah, this is the other thing on the same job. Uh, the guy literally like signed off on, uh, on all these different colors. Cause we did test patches. We we're doing, uh, one of the test patches was for the deck signed off on like this orangish color. We showed up last day with the paint, ready to paint the deck. Um, and he, and he's like, oh, uh, I actually changed my mind. I want to do it white now. Like, do you, like, 
do you have no respect for <laughs> and he's like and then and then uh and 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 uh brody told me he 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 was just like yeah it's not that much pain like i i know you guys brought the pain but like it's not that much pain it's like no but it's 80 dollars. Like, imagine if every every job did that to us yeah. eight thousand dollars out of my pocket yeah like come on dude like, did he, like he wasn't willing to like even no, split it no that's crazy. I actually had a job. Two, and we bought two gallons of, of like shark skin yeah. stain, like the expensive it's stuff. Like 85 bucks or 90 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, and like it, sorry. No, but like the other thing is, is like, it's like for me, like I'm sitting there and, I, and, and, you know, Brody's kind of telling me this and I'm like, yeah, like, is it worth my time to go like, you know, you know, ask the guy for the extra $85 or do I just soak it? I'm going to, I'm just going to soak it, you know, like. It's not going to happen most of the time. So I'm just going to soak that, you know, but it's like, I don't know. It's just like annoying. It's just like, that's just a slight, that's kind of like just disrespectful, you know, like it's like, come on, dude, you know? Yeah. I had a client last week who we signed on to do like a bedroom and a, uh, like a bedroom ensuite and a little bathroom, like a half bath. And she wanted to use three different colors. And I was like, shit, cause it was only a $900 project. It's not a lot of work, but like, we're definitely going to use like probably 20% in paint just because she's doing three different colors. Right. Cause we have to get one for the ensuite, one yeah, for the yeah. mini bathroom and then probably two for the bedroom. So it's going to be maybe, maybe not 20, maybe like 15% or so. Um, but, uh, like I explained the test patch to her. I was like, yeah, we'll do like a test patch of each color. And she's like, okay, like here's my three colors. We originally talked about one and I was like, okay, well we can do these three colors, but if you don't like any, then we have to add that gallon to it. Cause like I cannot, soak that cost yeah because she's using like ecologic which is a pretty nice product inside yeah uh, i was like i can't soak like that cost on this small of a job and she's like oh okay well it, no like and she was like obviously not very reasonable but she's like well if i don't like it like that's not my problem and i was like well i won't buy a gallon until you're like 99 percent sure you want to put that color in there um anyway so she picks her colors we do it and then after we've purchased the other two gallons she tells us that she only wants to start with the ensuite, and then if she likes the ensuite painting, then she'll do the rest of it. And I was like, okay, well, like if that's do I canceled a job for doing something similar to me like uh, last year. Well, I told her, I, I told Natasha to tell her like, um, if we can't do all of it in one day, it makes no sense for us to do it because like I'm gonna send someone there to paint for an hour, sit there for an hour and a half while it dries, and then paint another hour. Like I'm gonna use pretty much half my labor budget on just that bathroom by splitting it up instead of doing all of it where we could paint that, paint the other thing, paint that, and then paint the other little bathroom in the same amount of time almost as it would take to just do the one. Yeah. And she was like humming and hawing about it. And then Natasha was just like, you know, I'll just go paint it for like an hour and then I'll go do my other stuff and then come back later that day and do it. And like, I was like, okay, well that's like a good, that that's a reasonable like kind of way to do it and the client was like almost upset about it yeah and i was like okay like natasha if she gives you any more grief just cancel it like 900 bucks it doesn't yeah. matter like whatever but it's just funny how like people don't see like those small costs and like how they really add up because they see a price of a job and they go oh, that's just for these rooms it's like no like we we factored it this specific way for the labor budget if you wanted to do it that way it would have costed more yeah so <laughs> why well, I, I have this uh this client and first of all they insist on using benjamin Moore, um but they also want to do a bunch of test patches <laughs> and uh i i had to explain to him several times that i'm not doing the test patches in the benjamin Moore product that he wants it because so the, the product he wants it in is uh you actually have to order it you they don't have it what they is don't carry it? it in sport eco spec Oh, okay. So it's like uh you have to actually back it's back order kind oh, of thing. Oh wow, okay. So I'm like I'm not ordering like for, for a test fat, right? Um and then anyways, he doesn't like it. <laughs> so he told me he kinda kinda calls me and he's like he's like, Hey, uh so I know we talked about one color, but like I actually we actually have like three colors and I was like, Okay. It's a it's a huge job. So I'm like, Okay. Like, like I how and big? I, I like eleven thousand you know, like it's, it's a pretty big job. So I'm like, okay, like, Hey, like generally we don't, uh, do more than one, uh, un unless you're like, un un like just, just cause like I can't afford to add like extra. Cause usually I buy an actual gallon and I don't like do test pads cause they're a waste of money. And I was, I kind of explained that to him again, which I explained to him in the walk around as well. And he was like, he was like, yeah, no, no, no. I understand. Like, uh, 
like we'll pay extra if 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 that's what it is if that's what needed because he's yeah they're pretty easy going about money but he sends me an email and just count how many colors are on this email <laughs> like seven <laughs> eight <laughs> so nice. now now i'm kind of like okay it's a, it's a big job and like and like whatever i'm first of all i'm definitely not soaking that many but second of all like what like that's gonna be like a day of test patches yeah like a full day it's probably yeah, a good two, <laughs> two three hours and like what what are we supposed to have? should we bring five paint brushes like because because even like washing in between like basically you have to do one test patch do you not uh, use foam brushes for test patches no well i, I guess you could yeah i like, just go to the dollar store and buy like a 10 pack oh yeah and then you just foam brush it and throw it out and it's like a dollar twenty five for that ten brushes. So, that makes sense. Well, yeah, that'll be easier and cheaper for you. Either least, way, it's just like it's just like really, dude. Like, the, the, like seven cut. You couldn't narrow it down any more than that. I have a client that's the same like, way. We're at, we got this full exterior that we're supposed to start on Monday. She still hasn't picked her color. I booked it in March. She's yeah. set on green and cream theme, which is pretty close to what she is now. Yeah. Natasha showed up the other day to go through colors with her because she was so unsure. She has like 10 test patches on her house. Like 10, like all different colors, like purple. She's not making it easy on herself. She's got like purple, blue, gray, green, one yellow. I was yeah. like, oh my, like what well, are yeah, you doing? Like you're just making your life so much harder. <laughs> like in this one, we've got a white. We've got, looks like a grayish, bluish. We've got a purple. It says Arizona peach, so I'm gonna guess that's like an orangish color. I don't know what that color is. Icy moon drops. I'm gonna guess that's another white, and then barely teal. So oh, these colors teal. aren't even close to each other. Yeah. Like like white, gray, uh, purple, orange, another white, and like teal. Like you think that you'd have like a general color scheme? Yeah. In yeah. Mind. Like, like I would think, I would think you can narrow it down to three colors and you're literally just not sure about the shade. That's what I would think. Yeah. You'd think <laughs> and it's always the big jobs too. So well, I'm just obviously a big investment. Yeah. Right? I'm, yeah and, and, and I get that. But so I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just tired of that shit. <laughs> like I'm so sick of it. Like honestly, and people, and then people are calling and like every day and they're like, Oh, like you want to make sure that we're still good for this day like, yeah i'll call you if we're not like it's just it's too much it's funny because mo most of my clients like talk to natasha primarily yeah like i've had a couple people reach out to me about dates like very few though because i schedule and then she calls them to confirm to like introduce herself um that's kind of how i've set it up so no that, but like, but i've i also have that but people like recently Brody calls them and then they call me to confirm the date that Brody just confirmed. That's so silly. Yeah. So maybe talk to Brody about being like, Hey, like my name's Brody. I'm the job site manager. I'm the primary contact. If you have but any questions about like dates, colors, call me. Yeah. No, no, no. Like he says that. And like, this is like literally in just in the last week, this has been happening where people are like calling, like it hasn't been a thing. Like, it's just like, I don't know what it is, but like, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just annoying. And, and, and it's funny cause people call me and they're like, Hey, so, uh, Brody told me this date and, uh, like, I just wanted to make sure, you know, you guys were on the same page and I literally don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> like, like, and I'm, well, I'm yeah, like, that's the date he told you. That's yeah. yeah cause, cause I'm like, I made this schedule. Like I put this schedule together three weeks ago. Like, I don't know, you know, like, like it's, uh, <laughs> Sure, if that's the thing, like I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna trust Brody that yeah. that's what like like I, I don't like I don't know how much simpler I can put it. I don't I don't have a hand in this shit. Like Yeah, well I'm like, supposed to. It's so funny. I actually had a client do the same thing about power washing. They were like, Hey, so like I know you guys have us in on um July twelfth to fourteenth for the painting. Um and Natasha said you guys had us in for power washing on the twenty ninth of June. But we don't really want power washing until the 5th of July because we're going to be out of town until the 4th. So, like, are, is it confirmed for the 29th? And I was like, yeah. Like, if that's what she said, that's when it is. And she's like, oh, well, can you change it? I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. But, like, I, it just blows my mind when people are like, is that actually the date? What, do you think she just pulls that date out of her ass and, like, <laughs> throws it at you and says, that's when we're going to be here? Like, no, it's scheduled. So... 
that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So you're kind of going through like a little bit of like mental burnout with like customers. Well, I'm, just, I'm just tired of talking to people. Yeah. Like honestly. And, and then, yeah, like, I mean, it, it's like that. And then, yeah, yesterday this lead I got, you know, I call them and they want me to do all their cabinets, all their trim work, all their woodwork, like all their, all their baseboards and their, uh, window frames and door frames and their doors basically everything that's oak in their home right they want it white and uh and they want me to start next week like they want me to start like whatever like monday or something it's uh, yeah i mean it was, if it was uh, wednesday smaller, or it was yeah it was wednesday yesterday if it was a smaller job like we're always trained to like fit it in yeah. if we can but that's like a significant four-day job five-day yeah, job absolutely so yeah. like and I, yeah, and like was and she? And she's like, giving me attitude yeah, when I, I said I couldn't. Say. Like she's like, <laughs> she she's like, well, I don't understand why you can't. And I'm like, well, let me explain to you. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't just sit around wor- waiting for people to call me for jobs, right? Like, I, it's a business you're calling. <laughs> like it's I don't have like just, ten painters on standby ready to go. Yeah, like it's just it, and and I don't know where people get these ideas from that like. We're just ready to go all the time, like on their job specifically. Like, well, that was funny. Like, that was like a conversation with Scott this afternoon about how he went and saw that like job in in Parkland with that painter, and he was like all pissed off about like how work's been taken from him this year. And like, you remember how he's talking about the scam and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, works. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, and that's the kind of painter that's probably sitting on his ass just waiting for work to come to him. Well, yeah, and, and you hear, I mean, I, I, I hear it, uh, anytime you go into the paint store, you're going to hear somebody like, like I used to, last year especially, I heard so many people in the paint store like complaining about the economy and shit. Oh, things are going terrible. Can't find work these days, you know, can't find painters, can't find good help these days, you know, it's like, yeah, you can, <laughs> like, you know, you just don't, like, I don't know, like the first question that I would have for the, for people that say they can't find work is have you ever knocked on a random door? You yeah. Like, do you put social media ads out? How yeah. often do you send flyers out? How yeah. often do you have any kind of signs up? Where? Yeah. How many? Yeah. Like a lot of painters just like post it out on Kijiji and just expect a hundred thousand dollars to come from it. You know, <laughs> or or uh, or or the yeah, you know, same with hiring. They'll, they'll post on Kijiji and they're like, "I can't find good help." It's like, yeah, Kijiji. That's why like thirty dollar ad post. <laughs> yeah, like and well, in Kijiji, generally, like in my experience, Kijiji doesn't exactly attract the hottest crowd of workers. You know, um, yeah, you'll find like a diamond in the rough every like thirty yeah. or forty applications. Yeah, but you're not gonna your main recruiting source should not be Kijiji. I'll tell you that like for free right now like <laughs> free advice from jacob yeah. isles like it's just yeah so it's uh yeah that's that's my rant like i said people are just people are dicks you know in general well it's like people are simultaneously my favorite and my least favorite part of this job you know well it's, it's the ones that give you a hard time that like really test your mental capacity yeah, and then and like the painters that are difficult really test your mental capacity, and then you have great painters and great clients that just like yeah, that was so easy. And like, I have some I have some awesome clients that I love talking to, and it's like it's super cool that I get to meet these people, you know. So that that yeah, it's it's, it's uh, but but right now it just seems like uh, we've been going through one of those patches in the summer where it's like not so much the latter. Well, I think in like. I think a lot of people are probably in a, in a place mentally where something is kind of like, and I keep using the word burnout, um, but like burned out, like whether that's their effort towards sales, marketing, having to hire new people, having to run around 12 hours a day. Like the amount of people I talk to that are like, just like having to like go on to site way more than they really need to, just because like things aren't going perfectly smooth. Like, that obviously affects the amount of marketing that you can do, which affects your sales, which makes you feel bad because you haven't seen your sales moving. Then your production's going like decent, so you're kind of crushing through your sales, and now you're stressed because you need more work for your painters. Like it's just a r- vicious cycle. So like I think like right now is a very important time to like, you know, like really stay positive and like put yourself in a in a mindset that's like like we talked about like about 45 minutes ago how it's you, we have so much of the summer left and there's like so much that can kind of change Definitely, going yeah. forward like and typically july and august are actually 
easier months, which is nice. Easier um, to book work because, again, people are, like need work done and they've left it till July. Typically, your painters are making great money. They're starting to understand what they need to do, taking on more responsibility. Um, usually, your weeks kind of get slower. Like, you're not doing quite as much. You're kind of being able to focus on sales and stuff a bit more. So, like, it, it is a great time to look forward to, but it's also, like, that time where you're, like, really tired, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it happens for, like, in different ways for different people. Like, I, uh, in past years, like, in my first year, I was, you know, that guy that was running around everywhere, and that's why I was super tired. Last year was more just stress from having to do, like, have, being behind on sales and, like, having to chase my crew so much. Um, but this year it's straight up just talking to people. <laughs> like it's kind of funny. It's every year it's different, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I mean, I've been pretty negative here, but, uh, like it's definitely important to stay positive and, and realize that like the, like the most money that we're going to make is still ahead of us. Like the well, yeah, second half to of the, the point summer, in the summer where your royalty goes down. Yeah, exactly. Like a lot of people this year are going to have pretty big royalty kickbacks and it's tough to always remember that, you know, like when, when you're, when you're looking at cover statements and stuff like that, but it is, it is definitely something to think about. Like, it's like, Hey, like I'm already past X and, and you know, I know I'm going to start making way more money. So like I should, you know, I should just do that much more, you know? Well, yeah. And, and I think like rerouting that to your painters too, like, Hey, like look at this point, um, you've already made like $4,000 and we have like even, more payrolls going forward than we do yeah. now so like think of the potential of like what you can make going forward now that you're actually efficient at what you're doing and you know what you're doing and you're finishing jobs ahead of time like just think about like how much more money is on the table if you give all your effort and if you stay you know yeah yeah absolutely um because yeah like I, I definitely felt like same with me in my first year we had very very similar first years we were literally just running around running one crew but just not very well um trying to get as many sales as inefficiently as possible uh second year was same thing like i had good sales but i was constantly chasing my production because i got production down actually i was pretty good at production my first year profit wise but just like sales wise was my problem um but yeah just chasing the summer third year was a bit better um yeah now i'm in a position where i just have to do more and like keep it up kind of thing but yeah, like I know a lot of the people that I talk to are kind of running through that point where they're kind of like slightly like tired, fed up a little bit, honestly, because yeah, painters cause headaches, clients cause headaches, jobs don't go perfectly, that causes headaches. Um, but there, yeah, there's a lot of things to look forward to and that's super important too. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, 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 you know, uh, summer, summertime is, is a fun time. Like it's. You know, being able to go out for a walk, you know, in the, in the, in the evening. I, I love like late evening walks, you know, at this time of year, cause it's like nice and cool. Um, but like, it doesn't, it doesn't get dark until like 10 right now. So it's definitely, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's lots to be happy about this time of year, but. Well, yeah. we got some like sweet payrolls coming up, right? Like, yeah. Get to go like. Things are opening up like really soon. So like that's just going to add things, you know, like more things to do and. Um, payrolls are going to be, you know, like, that's a really good point. We're actually going to be able to do things, uh, for payrolls for the first time in like two years. You know? Yeah. I'm super excited. I'm excited that boat crews got announced that like it's happening. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. I'm so happy about that. I honestly, like I'm excited for Mexico, but like that was like, I love boat crews more than Mexico. Like Vancouver's just such a great city to go. And, uh, well, it's yeah. nice. Cause like Vancouver also has like a little bit of a limit, like a time, like a limit. <laughs> Cause you're, you're there, like you have stuff doing every day. Like, Mexico is just kind of like wild, you know, and like by like day seven, you're pretty tired. Well, we were, uh, well, yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like that's, if you've only been there once or twice, then yeah, I've only been there once, but, uh, I know we were talking about this, about how like this year we both want to like do more and like actually, you know, like obviously, you know, we we can drink and whatever, but like that, that that gets pretty boring after like day two or three you know what i mean like i don't know about you but it definitely it definitely gets old so i, I i'm excited for mexico this year just to do a bunch of stuff you know because I'm, I'm definitely going to try and make the most of it more than i did in my first year in terms of like 
more excursions and yeah stuff like definitely that. like getting out going to like a restaurant instead of just eating like shitty hotel food <laughs> well yeah yeah one so. you know uh dan's gonna be taking some of us out so it's yeah apparently to a pretty, pretty nice place so yeah so seafood or something i don't know it's is like, there a dress code for that i'm sure dress nice kind of thing yeah like, i don't know I, I know in his email uh it was like one of the top five most like funky restaurants well yeah i, I looked it something. up i looked it up it looks like pretty sweet it's right on the the the, on the water mall yeah. or whatever like yeah it's looks pretty sweet but uh yeah even like going like you know probably go golfing a couple times a couple boat rides zip lining you know like that's five activities right there your life's a movie (laughs) it is (laughs) yeah but no i i think uh yeah i think that was a good conversation just kind of talking about just how everything's kind of going but yeah remember to stay positive remember to keep your painters open to conversation because now honestly now is where they're probably going to decide to either find another job for the rest of the summer or continue with you but like just show them the potential you know show yourself the potential of like what you have left in store like again it's never too late to kind of change your perspective on the summer and change how your summer actually goes right now is like a very pinnacle point of like if you're on that brink of like are you going to make mexico are you not now is like where you need to decide if you're going to push forward or not really right because we got couple payrolls left um even if you're only produced at like 25 grand even if you really like pick it up like it's definitely doable we have five payrolls left in the summer i think so yeah i mean even if you are only produced at twenty five thousand and like you're sold pretty high you actually can in fact turn around quite easily like when does you produce more work naturally more jobs are going to come to you well yeah exactly like like uh yeah so it it's not it's not too late for sure for for most people i think uh you know this year has been full of surprises already like in terms of what we've done so i'm sure there's gonna be more in the second half of the summer there always is so definitely yeah just honestly embrace the burnout you know push through it (laughs) know that it's 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 okay everyone kind of goes through it we're all in the same boat um but you know it's the people who really push through it and continue to continue to work hard that look back at their summer and like impress themselves about like where they finished. Yeah. Well, and I, I always say like, you don't, you're not going to regret it at the end of the summer. Like you're not going to regret working hard. Like you might regret not working hard though. Like you might, the things you For don't sure. do, you're going to regret more than the things you do. Right. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I know. Yeah. that That's just the way I feel at the end of the summer, you know? And, th- and then I try to tell myself that all the time. Cause for me, that's true. Yeah, those extra couple of days of work, like they do pay off. Like I, I definitely know, like my again, my second year, I know we've talked about it. Like I stopped doing sales in July, like start of July, because I hit my goal. Like I left a lot on the table. Yeah. So I like definitely have looked back and regretted that. So hopefully, yeah, and you don't and let that yeah. happen. But it, you you never regret like going cold calling that extra hour, you know. Like you never, At the end of the summer, you're not going to even remember. No, exactly. Like you, you're not going to be like, man, I wish I took June 15th off. Like, <laughs> man, do I wish? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> Same thing life, with the painter. Like if you make them work so a Saturday, better. right? If you make them work a Saturday, they're not going to remember that at the end of the summer. Yeah. They're just going to remember how they like made more money than they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When I, I, I know I definitely worked an extra shift or two when I was uh, like before student works and, but I, I don't remember. Like I don't, I don't. Yeah. So yeah stay positive you know keep keep grinding keep pushing we're at a really good point in the summer to to kind of move forward and uh we'll talk with you guys next week hey listeners thank you for tuning in this week if you enjoyed the episode feel free to click the subscribe button and give us a follow at The Edge Pod on Instagram. We hope you have an amazing week, push for your goals, and remember, stay off your ass.